Where's Margot? I feel like I feel like I haven't been enough forward with Margot. So Harry likes Margot, who I think might like Harry, but also likes Luke. And Laura likes Adam, but also wants Luke. And Luke wants Margot, but I think is open to really anything. It's a love pentagon. Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Hey, baby gorgeous. I never know what else to say, but I think it's my thing now. I think you stole that from Lisa Barlow and consider it taken. I feel like I need to practice her accent so I can say it properly, but I figure I still say it in an annoying tone, so it gets the point across. It sure does. <laughs> Speaking of Lisa Barlow, did you see her do a campaign with Wendy's? She was like no. posing in photos with like Wendy's, I want to say merch, but like, you know, food. So I think she's oh. done a collab with Wendy's. I haven't like seen an article. I just saw photos. I'm like, good for you, Lisa. She's getting the bag. Get Did that you bag. see the Haunted Mansion promo with Dorit, Lisa Barlow, and I think Sheree? What? Yeah, I, I sort of watched it and I don't know if I dreamed it, but I think like Dorit channels the other side and sort of gives them yes yeah, she does <laughs> psychic readings kind of Dorit was actually quite a good actress in it Lisa Barlow was not but I was quite <laughs> impressed with Dorit you know she's a woman of the world she's yeah. a woman of the world oh I have seen the memes where people are doing side by sides with her and Jenna Lyons remember how last episode Jenna was like only wear one brand at a time and obviously Dorit oh, yeah. is always head to toe in whatever brand yeah. I miss Dorit. Isn't that weird? That is weird. I do not miss Dorit. That is weird. What are we going to oh, do man. this season for Beverly Hills? Do you reckon it's going to be boring except when they pick the cameras back up and follow Kyle and her girlfriend around Aspen all the time? They're always in fucking Aspen. I heard she's doing like a – Kyle's like producing a documentary about this person. Oh, really? About her girlfriend? Or some stupid thing like that. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. If you if you want to lay down money, if you want to put down coin to make a documentary about someone, you're fucking them. Hell yeah. You don't put your own money down. No, she's putting the money down. And we know that they have a house in Aspen, right? They've always had one. So I'm yeah. like, is this your way of getting around not sharing a house with your husband? Oh, I don't know. I think Beverly will be good. Well, I'm hoping so. It's got to be better than fucking Roni reboot. Okay, yeah. So where where are we at on the Roni meter right now? We're not loving it? No, it's boring. Watching these mm. chicks in the Hamptons, if this was not a new franchise, we would be bored shitless. We'd be like, are you sure there isn't a lake somewhere? This is boring. Yeah. It's episode three and we're really relying on party games and that's a bad sign well just like don't get me wrong if this was me and my girlfriend sitting around i'm sure it would be just as boring but i'm not on the fucking tv love yeah i'd really like a feud and i think some <laughs> of them are trying to do things but it's like they'll complain about jenna but it just comes off as complainy rather than having a good housewife's feud which it could could develop into but it's just Whingy. I don't know. Like I heard somewhere that it was like doing really well and that people are saying it's great. It's like we're three episodes in. There's a grace period and we're giving it yeah. a grace period. We're giving grace. But if this was like regular Roni and this is all we were getting, we would be pissed. I'm sorry. I'm calling it. It's fucking boring. 
Yeah, I think Bravo are paying people to say they like it, honestly. <laughs> I think they've put so much stock into it and they've got so much to lose because of this whole Roni reboot decision mm. that they'll get egg on their face. So I think, like, Andy's spruiking it, even though he'll spruik Jersey. He'll spruik anything. But some of these Bravo accounts, I'm thinking, you're on the list of employees of the Bravo network. I think you're you're getting a little bit of a stimmy. Yeah, they want Bravo con tickets. So they're being nice. That's what I think it is. Yeah, not that I think this season's that bad, but it's it's a bit boring. No, not at all. But we're three episodes in and nothing's happened. Shall we go through this episode? This was Two Truths and No Shukshuka. Yeah, which just FYI, I love dinner for breakfast, so I would happily eat shukshuka for breakfast, but most people wouldn't. For me, that is a brunch slash lunch or slash any time of day, as I just said, but... It's a heavy meal to eat. I get why Jenna's like, I don't want to be eating that shit for breakfast before I work out. It's a heavy oh, meal. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. spicy sauce with poached eggs in it. Like I said, I love that shit. I'll eat it all day. No shit. I just had alio olio pasta that I had for dinner last night and I just fucking ate mm. some. So I'll eat Beautiful. anything for breakfast with my freaking yeah. anchovy garlic breath right now. But... <laughs> but not everyone's eating heavy food before they work. Would I eat it before I worked out? Probs not. I'd probs just have some toast. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this Erin being, I think, pretty much a shit hostess because it's the next morning in Sag Harbour and Jessel's saying how cold it is. And at first I was like, Jessel, you need a man up. Like, yeah. if it's cold, put on a blanket. But then everyone was talking about it and I'm like, oh, no, this bitch doesn't have heat on. No, she said the heat's not working. Sort it out. There's no heat on. I reckon she suggested this shatsuka because she knew they'd say no because she hasn't actually prepared any food for them. Dorinda watching this, could you imagine Dorinda watching this? She'd be ropeable. She hasn't served anything since the caviar. Now, again, you know, I, I told you I like caviar, but if I've been at someone's house for... How many hours do you reckon they've been there? Like 35, 40 hours at this point? And all they got served was caviar. Wouldn't it be like 12? Was oh, it? wait, is this night two? Night one, I don't know. Oh, you're right. They only got there the day before. I don't know. It feels like fucking forever. It feels like the longest of all the weekends. But <laughs> yeah. you get there, you eat the caviar. Don't get me wrong. They're going out to eat. I get it. But everyone needs to nosh in between meals. Like, where's the nosh? And getting back to the party, like after dinner, you still want to nosh. Have a bag of Pringles out, mate. Surely they didn't smash all those Pringles. Speaking of which, what was the poll like? People said no on the caviar and Pringles? Oh, a lot of people said yes. A lot of people said no. There's a lot of hot opinions. A lot of people said, yeah, but where else is the other food? Exactly. You know? I just think this Erin mm. doesn't own this place. I think it's <gasps> like a staged home no. that is not owned and it's just like on the weekend there's showings because like the fridge isn't full the heat doesn't work like what's going on erin how do you not do like a grocery shop order when people are coming over and have snacks that everyone likes you get provisions from provisions yes that's why it's called provisions idiot erin everyone should have snacks that they like to eat i get now why they have a chef when i mean listen to us sounding bougie as if but I get now why they have a chef come and stay at the house. Like, you see them on the below deck. You get on board, you get snacks as chefs just, like, finishing up your lunch. So you have a snack. An hour later, you're eating lunch. Then you have more snacks. Mm -hmm. Then you have, like, hello. 
Yeah. So the other thing they're whinging about is Jenna leaving early. Mm. Well, not even early. She just left at 10.30 because she had a six o'clock call and her house is around the corner and they were being loud. I kind of thought that was fine. I want to say, okay, I even wrote this in my notes because I thought about it because I was going to ask you, would you be pissed? I thought about it and said, it's not a big deal, but I know I would be that bitch who'd jump on the bandwagon and go, that's weird, that's weird, she killed the buzz. So I probably would have joined in with them and then I would have felt bad and apologised for being a bitch. Like, I know who I am. Like, let's not pretend I'm better than I am. So I agree with you. Okay, this is my question to you. Do you think that Christmas tree comments on the lingerie gift had something to do with it? No, I kind of don't know this Jenna that well, but Mm. I kind of get the impression that she would rise above the comments of Jessel. Oh, I hope so. Who is Jessel in this world to Jenna Lyons? Is anyone actually really friends with her? Are they just pretending? I told you last week, I can't imagine her having any fucking friends with that attitude. She's a And bitch. is anyone in the fandom pro Jessel right now? You know how, like, even the worst people on Bravo have fans? Mm. I haven't seen anyone rave about Jessel. Oh, she's just, she's the biggest Debbie Downer. I can't even. Oh, that's what she is. I know. And, yes, she did look like a Christmas tree in that thing. She looked terrible. Uh, uh, Yeah, I mean, she did look awful. (laughs) But was that the lingerie or was that just her stinky attitude? We don't know. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, so this whole first half of the episode's a lot of stinky attitude, bitching about how cold it is and bitching about Jenna leaving. Mm. And, like, I kind of... Yeah, at first I was like, oh, I love that they're making things a problem. But then they either didn't go far enough Mm. or... Um, I don't know. I've lost I know, track. I know what thoughts. you're saying. They try to make a big deal about something because they know that that's what they're supposed to do, but then it doesn't actually go anywhere. Yeah, they don't commit to the big deal. They don't commit to the bit. I was going to say they don't go in hard like, say, Ramona would. Like, at least Ramona, when she digs up, she digs a crater and it's funny. Mm-hmm. I did like how um, Sai was saying how we should be grateful it's a free trip and then she says it's free 99 and I'm like oh my god I've never heard that I love that I'm so using that this week it's free 99 and then a hot guy comes over to train them and also Bryn arrives so we've got the workout scene did you have any thoughts on that I mean definitely Uber's in lust I enjoyed that Bryn is queen of flirt which I like that it's entertaining however what was not entertaining was watching the workout God, no. How is that fun? Do you, like, go with your partner and just watch them work out for fun? Oh, well, I would like to watch my boyfriend work out. He's quite sexy when he works out, but I don't need to watch other people work out. (laughs) Maybe I've been in a relationship too long. I'm like, I don't need to fucking watch you work out. It was boring. Uber tried to make Uh it funny. I did agree with Bryn when she called Uber an unco swan. I thought that was kind of funny, but (laughs) I'm like, this is really, like, they're boring. I don't, I don't know what about them is, yeah, is fun. it's boring. So yeah. then they get ready to go to lunch. Sai says she doesn't try to get glam, it just happens. And I'm like, bitch, you brought eight bags of clothes. Like, that's trying. Yeah. I'm already over this fucking influencer in the wild thing. I- I'm over it. Yeah, the Sai hard. Yeah, the Sai hard. Yeah. Okay, so then at lunch, uh, again, quite boring. The one thing I do want to talk about is how Bryn was like, oh, if you want to get a guy interested in you, you just stand next to him and go through all your nudes. And I was like, what? You do? I miss the memo. It seems psychotic. It kind of does. Like you want to be standing by someone at a party and start going through nudes of yourself 
and you don't think that he is just going to want to smash? Well, I think I think she's fine with just getting smashed. But if you're already being that forward, just go talk to him. I don't see why you've got to be coy and forward at the same time. I agree. Like, wouldn't you rather just walk up to someone you want to sleep with and go want to fuck? Well, that's essentially what she's doing. But then just say that. It works. Trust, I've done it. It works. <laughs> yeah. But then if the other person doesn't want to fuck or isn't interested, then you've just got some weirdo standing next to them, like flashing nudes. Like that's inappropriate. Well, then you'd probably just walk off and ask the next guy. Chances are. <laughs> yeah, I know. But who's going to say no? Off on the guy. Has, who's going to well, say People who are married. Yeah. Imagine if you're a married guy in a committed monogamous relationship and Bryn's standing next to you, like, going through all your nudes. Like, what a, what a, like, uncomfortable predicament. So uncomfortable. Yeah, I forgot about the fact that they might be married. Yeah. I kind of assumed that part would have been figured out. But, yeah, you're right. She's doing this without any conversation. I am Trey confused. I mean, look, she is cute. She's sexy. I don't think she has to play Mm -hmm. coy with anyone. Well, and that's the thing. I don't think it's real. Like, I think that's just her big noting herself or, like, trying to be cool. Yeah. I think they are trying hard. I'm trying to give them grace. And, look, if I was just watching it without analysing it and writing notes and forming opinions, nah, I'd still say it was boring. I was trying to, like, give it some credit and go, maybe I wouldn't be as bored. But when you're trying to write notes and you've got nothing to write and five minutes has gone by... All right, I'll stop whinging mm. about it. I'll stop being a Jessel. Well, and so they bring up, like, the whole Jenna thing, and I'm like, I still can't get attached to yeah. caring about this argument. Then they bring up the Jessel being rude thing, and I'm like, oh, I'm interested in this. Let's see how that pans out. Me too. Yeah, it didn't really pan out anyway. Like, I think it is a good sign that Jessel is so unaware of herself, and even when she was, like, conceding that she might have been rude, she still didn't apologise. No, she doubled down. She started off by kind of saying, I do get it. I see your point. And then she says, I should have said something like, I'd exchange it for something more my style. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then again, she doubles down and says, but I did look like a Christmas tree. It's like, again, yeah, Christmas trees are pretty. Leave Christmas trees alone. (laughs) <laughs> Leave them out of this. You did not look like a Christmas tree. I love a Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas. <laughs> uh, and, and then we're bringing up the restaurant thing again. Bryn's trying to compare the restaurant thing to what Jenna did, and it's just like, let it go. Well, I guess I was just thinking then one thing that maybe does make them true housewives is that, once again, no one got an analogy. Not that I think it was yes. a comparable <laughs> analogy, but still, no one got it. Yeah, but the thing about that was so good about old Roni, like mm. the Roni whiplash, was how they'd have these arguments, then get over it, and then have new arguments, and then get over it, then have new arguments, and it just like kept being fresh all yes. the time. Luann can get over something immediately. Totally. And that's what made old Roni so good. I know, they really would get over it. I miss old Roni. I can't wait for it. I really, yeah, I'm, I'm a sook. I'm a Jessel. What do you mean can't wait for it? Well, aren't we getting the ultimate girls trip, old Rooney? Oh, yeah. I'm well, looking forward yeah. to that. Yeah, me too. Mm. Okay, so, all right, they go back to the house. And they're getting ready for dinner. It's like you just had <laughs> fucking lunch. I mean, I <laughs> no. get that you're hungry, but this is all you got. And you know me, I hate the activities, but at least plan something. Can we get a psychic over to the house? Like... An astronomer to read their charts. Something. Let's read some fucking tea leaves. Yes, come Something. on. Anything. It's true. However, this time she does have a chef come over to prepare them dinner, right? Thank the Lord. At least there's that. But they got so overdressed. 
for dinner at home. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm with Jenna. What's wrong with jeans and a grey jumper? I like her look. I did not enjoy the fact that they forced her to get dressed up and put on someone else's clothes. I didn't like that. Did you care? Oh, why not? I didn't care. It's uncomfortable. Like, if someone is basically telling you they don't like your style and they want to dress you, then they're putting you in something that doesn't feel like you and you're uncomfortable. So they're enjoying it, but you're not enjoying it and you're on camera. If someone's comfortable with what they're wearing in their own skin, leave them alone. Do you think she was overcompensating for leaving the night before and she's like, oh, fine, I'll do this just to like, yeah. Yes, I concur. Mm. Yep, she didn't want to make waves, but she's so uncomfortable in that house. I'd be uncomfortable too. I feel the cold and it's boring and there's no food. So I'd, <laughs> I want to go to Jenna's house too. Yeah, and at least Sai wore the lingerie. I thought that was a fun little thing that she did. She did, yes. And it's sort of like, hey, Jessel, you hate your lingerie? Look at me, like, working it. Yeah, well, and she did. I, I enjoyed that. I didn't care for the lingerie piece, but I think she looked lovely in it. Well, I still don't know why we had lingerie in the first place. I don't honestly. know what the fuck's like, going on I, I with undies, mate. I don't get it. The pyjamas, lovely, but I just met you. What, what are you getting me undies for? Weird, just weird. <laughs> It is weird. They have dinner, they play Two Truths and a Lie, and okay, so we get a few little tidbits out of the girls. And so Erin had sex in a senator's office. Mm. Okay, and then I, I did enjoy when she called her husband to tell him, and he's like, yeah, you're on loudspeaker with the kids. Yeah, like, that's I did funny. Laugh at, that. <laughs> at the end of the day, she's telling the whole world, so the kids are going to find out, so fair enough. Yeah. Sai likes to get choked out and Bryn likes reverse cowgirl, so okay. Sai also had a threesome, good for her. Yeah, you know, Two Truths and a Lie doesn't have to be sexual, but I think (laughs) they were playing definitely the sexual rules. (laughs) I did notice that. Okay, but what's with the Jessel one with the the popsicle in her vagina? Okay, i got to say that sounds good to me. Sorry, there I said it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's cold. Ugh. I think it'd feel great. I just think it's a bit rich of the girl that's been complaining all day about how cold it is in Erin's house. Now she, <laughs> she she likes a popsicle up a vagina, so it's like I don't know. I can't get a read on you. Well, you know how like when you haven't when you're having a sex session, you get all hot and sweaty. I think it'd be fun. I'm with Jessel on that one. Is it a flavored popsicle? Is it sticky? Everything's sticky. What does it matter? Yes. Then again, actually, no. I take it back because I don't enjoy sex and food. I think that's gross. The chocolate, the honey. No, I take it all back. I don't like food. Well, ice cubes you'd be keen on then. I'd be keen on ice cubes. There you go. I'm down for the ice Uh, cube. Maybe not the popsicle. Yeah, you're right. And it has preservatives in it. What an odd thing for her to bring up. I think now she's also overcompensating for Mm. them dragging her for not having sex in two years. So she's like, well, I had a popsicle up there. Yeah, when was that? It wasn't in the last two years. And then doesn't Uber look it up? Who looks it up? Who Googles it? I think it was Uber. And apparently there was like full articles, doctors urge women not to do this. So apparently it's a thing. So, yeah, Uh, I'd probably try it. Well, it's always good to try new things. There you go. So then they go to the fire pit. Erin can't figure it out. Like, I don't think she lives there. The gas tank was empty. Someone had to go (sighs) schlep the other one from the barbecue. What's going on? She's FaceTiming the husband who's like having a game night or something like that poor yeah. guy. I don't think she lives there, Mariana. I really don't. I think it's a staged home. I think you're right. What spun me out was I think they were um, Jenna's. I noticed a pair of Connie's right on the fire pit. I'm like, Converse, oh. 
soles are rubber. They melt. Move your fucking rubber shoes away from the fire. That wigged me out. I was waiting for them to fucking just melt on her feet. Well, and and I was starting to think that Erin might have prosthetic legs just like Aviva did because her feet were like <laughs> in the fire and she wasn't reacting. And I'm like, you're on fire right now, Erin. Move your feet off of the fire pit. At least they didn't try to make s'mores. Oh, okay, Americans, we know you love a s'more. We don't need to see it in every fucking fire scene. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Says the woman who's never tried one, but they look fucking delicious, don't they? But then <laughs> I don't. What were we watching once where they were making s'mores? Was it a was it a below deck down under? At Monique's under? lake house. Oh, they they was on below deck. I think as it was well, below yeah. deck down under, and these things were so fucking big they look like sandwiches. It's like whose mouth's yeah. that big, you dumbass? I don't know. Not that I've had one in a million years, but I think I'd take like a Tim Tam straw over a small. Oh, a Tim Tam straw is the oh, best. I haven't had a Tim Tam in forever, but you know the whole wheat in it i'm allergic did you actually Uh, know sidebar psa i read an article years ago so i don't know the specifics anymore i don't remember but apparently that some of the chemical ingredients that are in tim tams are banned in like one of those really smart nordic countries you know like you know like the nordic countries like where they have like no poverty no homelessness Mm -hmm. you know not sweden one of those ones you know those where they have like a million yeah. leave days. Like they got their shit together, right? Apparently, yeah, yeah, some of the chemical ingredients in Tim Tams are banned in their country because they're that bad for you. Well, I'm not moving to Sweden. Yeah, well, after I read that, I stopped eating Tim Tams and then, you know, found out I was allergic and couldn't eat them and now all I want is fucking Tim Tam. <laughs> Anywho. Um, at least at this fire pit, we do get some chats that are kind of interesting, like with Sai growing up poor and stuff like that. It's, it's not that interesting, but it's something. I need to do a tight two on this. Please, I've got nothing to say. They were acting like it was so amazing that Sai shared that she was poor <laughs> when she was growing up. And I'm like, bitch, 75%, and I'm being conservative, 75% of the people watching this show are either poor or grew up poor. Like, I'm not giving yeah. you a fucking goofy badge because, oh, you poor <laughs> bitch, you grew up poor. Like, I'm not saying that it wasn't difficult for her or there weren't some traumatic moments, but I am not giving you a standing O for growing up poor. It's like, bitch, you're not the only one. You're not the only <laughs> one who had a Chris, like a like a one-foot Christmas tree from, like, the dollar store. Like, I'm not sitting here fucking sucking about it. Calm down. I'm sorry. Oh, I grew up poor is not fucking sharing. It's not a sharing circle. Everyone fucking grew up poor. Okay, not everyone. Well, but. yes, but I think it's it's just like the first time she's actually been a little bit real with us. So that's something. That's true. Like, good for her, but they were acting like it was the worst thing in the world <laughs> to grow up poor. And she's ragging on her dad for getting her a Christmas. Like, your dad did that? Yeah. My dad was all like, why do, why do the kids need Christmas presents? This is ridiculous. My mum went and got a job so she could buy us presents because my dad didn't think kids deserved presents. And trust me, I never even mentioned that in my four years of therapy. Big fucking warp. Like, your dad (laughs) went and got you a tree. Like, I'm clapping for him. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cute. How bad would it be if you were her dad watching this? He can't even fucking probably pay bills. He's he's losing sleep over not being able to pay bills. Gets you a tree and you're fucking sooking over it. Like, nah. 
Sorry. <laughs> no fucking sympathy. Meanwhile, I get the impression that Bryn also didn't grow up wealthy. You don't see her crying about it. She's just in the kitchen. She's trying to tell Siri to open the fridge. I love this yeah, for her. Yeah, not, she's not used to rich, expensive fridges. Exactly. Like, where's, that? where's the white refrigerator? She didn't come out complaining. She dealt with it. Yeah, I don't know well, why Sai rubs me the wrong way. I'm not into her. Mm. The fact that she said like she snuck into college in summer school because she couldn't afford to go and had nowhere to stay. Basically, she said her mum rented a room so couldn't afford to keep her. That is really sad. That's really sad. And yeah. yet I don't feel sorry for her. I'm terrible. Okay, now I feel bad that I don't feel bad for her. Why don't I feel bad for her? Oh, I don't think you need to feel bad for her. Okay, fine. I don't. I don't know. Something about her. I'm not into her. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, and that's essentially the episode. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say? No. Why Why else do you hate Cy? I'm looking forward <laughs> to next episode where Jessel's husband basically calls her a bitch. I'm into that. Oh, that's going to be fun. Um, And yeah, Uber does some therapy or something. I think and Bryn's so. crying over something. I think something bad happened to Bryn. Okay. This, I think, is an actual story. But then I'm like, are you sharing because Cy just shared? I'm feeling the whole thing's a bit performative. Like I want to give them grace to relax into their roles and their friendships, but I'm picking on everyone because I think because I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Okay, well, let's talk about Below Deck Down Under. Where I'm not bored. I'm loving (laughs) this season. I know, and it's two episodes, which is a long, like it's like, 80 minutes of content, but it flew. It's a lot to get through when you're tippity-typing, but I'm really loving it. I think with each of the crew members slash cast, they're very different in personality, so we're really getting a whole gamut mm-hmm. of reactions, and I'm enjoying it. Like, yes, Laura's a pain in the ass, but you need one pain in the ass. That Laura, I will <laughs> flip-flop from absolutely hating her guts and then being like, she is hilarious. Me I too. love her. It's scene dependent because she's fucking hilarious. I know. But also I would not want to be in the same room with her. No way. I'd throw her overboard, honestly. I would, but she's entertaining as fuck. And even that Adam, i.e. safety officer, he reminds me a lot of (laughs) Bitch Boson from last season, except he's cute. Yeah, he is really cute. He's forgiven. Yeah. But again... I would find him really fucking annoying to work with because unless it was written in a book, he doesn't know how to do anything. But he's fun to watch. Like the fact that he doesn't get why the deck's not clean after he sprayed it is hilarious. It's like, okay, we've heard them say it three times. You clean it with the spray, but then you have to rinse it off. He's not rinsing it off. I get that. How does he not get it? Yeah, you get it. It is ironic that... The safety officer is the one that left the glass on the floor where the guests cut themselves. (laughs) And what spins me out is why is Luke, who's getting so much heat from the captain, not telling him what Adam did? I don't think the captain knows that a guest stepped on glass at this point because he gave Uh the helmet to the chef instead of to Adam. She also needed it. I think Adam deserved it, obviously, because a guest got injured, but... Chef needed to wake up to herself. I think she's responding well to criticism. Better than any other chef. Yes. She's the one criticising herself the most, I think. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah, so well, let's go through it. So, yeah, we've got the glass and the foot. Mm. 
and that sort of just you know happens and then <laughs> then they want to do a beach picnic and Bless. this doris laura is saying no <laughs> to a break doris I so love she, it. <laughs> she's such a doris she, she says no to going on a break because she wants to go on the beach picnic what the fuck well at first she said can i have my break on the beach it's like what with the guests? You want to sit with the guests? <laughs> that's, what, that's what I thought she said too. But no, I think she meant she wanted to do the beach picnic. Well, I think that Aisha said, "Well, you know, we don't need two people to do the picnic." So I think she figured the only way she was going to get there was if she agreed not to take a break. I don't know. I'm confused there because I thought she meant, "Can I take?" She said, "Can I take my break on the beach?" <laughs> That's what I thought too. I, then I thought surely not, but it's Laura. Of course she probably meant that. Yeah. But how, it was miserable. Who wants a beach picnic in the pouring rain? I'm surprised they said, yeah, let's still do it. Like what? Well, Captain said they wanted to do it. So, and he, he probably looked at the weather and went, it's not clearing up anytime soon. So we either do it or we don't do it. But then these fucking guests are happy as Larry to sit under a tent, a marquee, while the deck crew have to hold it so it doesn't blow away while they nosh on their lunch and they're fine with it. Oh, yeah, they're very privileged. Who does that? Mm -hmm. You're right. I think they're so used to being privileged that this is just normal for them. I'm like, do you fuckers realise how badly you look right now? People are standing there in rain jackets holding your fucking marquee so you can eat your steak in the sand. Be like Elsa, mate. Let it fucking go. Nah, I was not happy. Yeah, be adaptable. I liked the other set of guests when it's raining and they're just like scuba diving. Well, not scuba diving, they're snorkeling. And I'm like, I'd rather do that in the rain. Like be wet when it's raining. It makes perfect sense. And yes, the deck crew were in the same position where they're in rain jackets. Yeah, I would feel bad to make them stand there in the rain. I'd feel bad. But then maybe because I'm poor, I'm not used to being waited on so... Maybe I wouldn't feel bad if I had their money. I don't know. But I agree with you. Snorkeling in the rain, that makes perfect sense. Magical. And so the chef is still getting help from Captain Cutie and moaning about needing help, but also requesting the help. And it's like, just sort it out. But Captain literally uh, snaps, not snaps at her, but just calmly says, yeah, I don't like that attitude. Like, whoa, okay. And I'm glad he said it because... It's not very productive, that attitude. Like, I, it might be her coping mechanism, but, yeah. you know, it's, it's a charter. What is also not productive it. is Adam freaking the fuck out about everything. He was giving me anxiety. About the, the hook from the slide? Yeah, it's just... Harness thingy? Don't get me wrong. If you see a hook near someone's head, I understand that's a problem. But it's just the sighing and the uh, uh, the freak out noises. Like I'm a catastrophizer, so it doesn't fucking help. Like I'm watching it going, okay, you need to calm down because I'm getting stressed out. Could you imagine being the crew next to him? And Harry's right. Yeah. He's like, we all know he doesn't have a clue. <laughs> Maybe talk less and listen more when you've never been on a charter yacht and you don't actually know how things are done. Uh-huh. I'm not into yeah. him. He's just, he just, again, in that moment, he fully reminded me of Beach Boson, except he's hot. Yeah. So. Yes. Okay. And so Doris said she didn't need a break, <laughs> but now she wants to wash her hair in the middle of charter. Like what, what, what the hell? The hell? Have you ever seen anyone who wasn't in the fucking water with the guests wash their <laughs> hair mid charter? And if, and if you, like, I've Never. got, I've got long hair. My hair's way longer than Laura's. 
It does not take me 40 minutes to wash my fucking hair. She's crazy. And she was wearing makeup on her shift. Washing your hair means you have to wash your makeup off and reapply your makeup. So again, that whole process would take me 20 minutes like at the least. So you just wouldn't wash your hair because... You don't want to have to, like, redo your makeup. You don't have time. And the thing is, like, you're just going to be a waitress at dinner. Just yeah. put some dry shampoo in your hair, put it in a bun, and get on with your work because they're not looking at you. They're looking at Culver, who's dressed up like a Greek god. Oh. No one's looking at you, Doris. Okay, I have to admit something that I don't understand about myself. Even okay. quasi-naked, I don't find Culver attractive. Like, at all. Get out. At all. He's a fun guy, and he's sweet, and yes, he's attractive, but this, he's not a sexy guy. Do you know what I mean? You, no, you're joking. He doesn't ooze sex appeal. There is no sex appeal to him. He's got no sex appeal attitude. So I need I need some grease appeal if I'm going to find someone attractive. He's got no grease wow. appeal. How about that? That sounds like a you problem. I, I don't know if that's a universal experience that you're tapping into. Look, at least we'd never fight. Yeah, we wouldn't. <laughs> I don't find Luke attractive either, but I definitely find Adam attractive until he opens his mouth with his stinky attitude. So, again, mm-hmm. I'd probably be screwing Margot. She's lovely. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of sick of Margot. You're sick of Margot? I think she's lovely. Oh, I like Margot. Uh, I think I've got thoughts about her for the next episode, so I'll bring it up then. Fair enough. Captain Cutie, he says that Culver is a great entertainment officer, so much so that he's now thinking, like, is that a real position, which I thought was funny. Well, they fucking needed it on Roni. If they had one of those, it would have been more fun. Get Culver on Roni. Get Culver on Roni. How good would that be? Uh Uh-huh. The blonde wig is back too. He brings that fucking thing everywhere. (laughs) Fucking hell. Now that hair needs to be washed. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, the night continues. We go into the next day. Basically, all of the crew are flirting with their potentials. I have a question. Before the next morning, we had a little confessional with Laura. She's still wearing her old engagement ring. Oh, yeah. What? I think it doesn't have a symbol to it. She said she, you know, she's wearing it until someone takes it off her. And I thought, lucky that thing is so fucking tiny. It doesn't look like an actual engagement ring and people aren't mistaking it because I thought that most of the time if you saw someone having a wedding ring or an engagement ring on, that would be code for leave that person alone. They're not available. But lucky that thing is the size of a pin. So no one's (laughs) mistaking it for an engagement ring. Well, I don't think she has emotional attachment to it. I think it's all part of a mind game for her. And I think she'd like the idea of someone being possessive and jealous, like going to date her. Right. Because she's got an engagement. I I don't know. I think she's fucked in the head. She's 10 cents short of a dollar for sure. But great TV. And she's trying to flirt with Adam. Yes. And he's not interested at all. I wouldn't be either. Her flirt game is off. It's cringy. It's so cringy. It is, but can Adam relax? Like, he's wound up like a cheap clock and he's always like, oh, no, I'm just here for my family. I'm here for my family. I'm here for my family. And I'm like, you'll still get a paycheck at the end of the day. It's okay if you root around a little bit. It's true. (laughs) That is such a good way to put it. Like, they're not docking your pay if you're going to flirt with Laura. Like, I get you're focused, but relax. That's so true. I never thought of it like that. You know what? 
I've never seen someone who needs a shag more. He is so stressed out. It'd be a civic duty of Laura to just go and shag him and just get him to relax. He definitely needs to release the beast. That's for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, I put my hand up. And Harry and Margot are still doing their cute little coffee dates in the morning. That's nice. Adorbs. Culver calls holiday sauce holiday sauce. I'm with Culver. I hate holiday sauce too. I don't like it. Ruins the eggs. I'm so with Culver. I've never heard it. Everyone freaks out at me if it says I'm weird because I don't like it. Are you going to call it holiday sauce? From now, now on. So that charter ends in good riddance to the guests and Chef gets the helmet, which, yeah, fair enough, I think. Although, yeah, it should have gone to Adam if, if Captain knew about the glass. Oh, but he'd be pissed. I guess he didn't. All right. So they're getting ready because they got dinner at 6.30. Mm. And Doris, she's like, I need more time. Can I finish working 40 minutes earlier so I can be ready earlier? Crazy. No fucking way. And I am so glad Aisha started pushing back. Yes. Because this bitch was taking the piss. This girl has been a chief stew before. Do you reckon when she's a chief stew, she just wanders around the boat telling people what to do and actually does nothing? Could you imagine uh -huh. your chief stew going, I'm going to go wash my hair while you finish cleaning? I can't imagine <laughs> anyone nuts. that worked under her enjoyed her as a chief stew because I don't think she did anything. No. And so they're meant to be... Oh, no, dinner was at 6 or something? They're meant to be ready at 6, and at 7.35 she's still getting ready. And I'm like, so even if you did start 40 minutes earlier, you're still 40 minutes late. Yeah, she was still would have been 10 minutes late because apparently she, they were already 50 minutes before her. I think she was being late on purpose because she didn't get 40 minutes she off. She was dicking around in the room too. It's not like she's like doing something to her body that whole time. She just faffs about. Yeah, she's not getting in drag. She was like cutting her hair as well. I was like, what's what? going on She was here? cutting her hair? Yes. Were they She scissors? was looking in the mirror when ready and she had scissors and she was doing little snips of her like split ends. No. Yeah. How did I miss that? Shh. Oh, she's fucked. She's a weirdo. I would have left. I don't know why they waited. Put her in a cab. That's it. They do it on fucking housewives. They do it all the time. Why can't they just leave her? Like, can't they afford another maxi taxi? I know. So we get to this dinner mm. and Laura's on one. So she starts by licking Adam's hand for a tequila shot and he just ignores her. And she's yeah. like, all right then. Well, I'm going to set my sights on Luke. Yeah. And- the way she goes after him is just so proactive. <laughs> like I've never seen so She may as well have done the Brin and got her nudes out the way she was behaving with that Luke. I think so. I think she should have just stood up and said, I need to get laid. Does someone want to take 10? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Like, I get it. <laughs> if you need to get laid, you need to get laid. But you're making everyone so uncomfortable. As a viewer, though... It's fabulous to watch at how bad she is. And it's the most obvious thing ever because he's like, oh, I'll get you a seat so you can sit next to me. And she's like, no, I'll just sit on you. And he's like, I'll just get you a seat. And she's like, no. Nah. And she just like plops herself on him and just starts kissing him. I don't think he was really against it. He's a typical, I don't know how the your people do it, but typical straight guy, if it's in front of me and it makes my life easy, that's where I'm going. Yeah. And so then that's what he did. Yeah. And then meanwhile, Margot. Bless. I'm sorry. What? She's sitting across the table from Luke, making out with Laura, and she's like, I think maybe Luke is interested in Laura. She's like, I've got a suspicion <laughs> that maybe Luke's not interested in me. Like, yeah, because he's got his tongue down Laura's throat. Meanwhile, Harry's like, I think 
Margot might be off me. And I'm like, of course she's <laughs> off you. You're sitting next to her talking at her and she's not responding because she's looking at Luke. Yeah. How are these people not seeing themselves? Like I know we're watching it back and they're not watching it back. But yeah. You're in the scene in real time. <laughs> Have some awareness of what you're all doing and see the love pentagon that's around you, idiots. I loved Asia and the pentagon. That was hilarious. Like the thing Asia's is great. they're making it worse for themselves because they're just – Harry likes Margot. Margot, you don't like Harry, but you're hanging out with him because the person that you like isn't paying you attention because you won't fuck him on day one. So the problem with Harry is he's a lanky goofball and her and Aisha say later that they can't really visualise having sex with him. And so I agree. It is the next episode, but Aisha says, keep kissing him until your vagina says, ooh, I feel excited and the sprinklers turn on. And isn't that great advice? <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's not great advice. <laughs> until the sprinklers turn on. Oh, my but God, the thing is, if you can't force attraction, can you? No. Like, you always think you can, but you never no, can. No, you can't. You know it when you see it. And if you don't see it, it ain't going to happen, people. And if it does, it's way down the track and things will have changed. Sorry, if you don't like someone on day one, you're not going to like them on day three. Like, it's just, it's not yeah. going to happen, people. And I think it's kind of slack to Harry. That's right. I don't think it's okay for Margot to be like, oh, I'll like him eventually. It's like, he's obviously already hooked because, yeah. again, sorry, this is late. This is late at at the end of the next episode. Yeah. But the way they, or I don't know when it is, but they go back and she is shoveling ramen. Oh, that was the best scene. Everything into her face. And then he kisses her a second later and I'm like, she has still got broccolini in her teeth <laughs> and I don't know how you're kissing her. I thought she might throw up because she's like really drunk and then she's shoveling all these different foods in her face. When you kiss, you do that slightly hold your breath thing. I was like, are you going to vomit? Because if you don't get enough oxygen in right now, after all that food and alcohol, you're going to chunder. I was waiting for her to throw yeah. up in his face, honestly. Didn't happen, but that's what I was waiting for. I was thinking she just didn't want to stop shoveling the food in so that he wouldn't have an opportunity to kiss her. And then when he kissed her and he was happy about it, I'm like, she's got broccolini in her <laughs> mouth right now. Why are you kissing someone with the broccolini hanging out of the lips? It was gross. I personally thought she kissed him because she felt bad for him. Like she knew that's what he wanted and she didn't have yeah. the heart to say no. And then two seconds later she says, I think we've got a crush on each other. It's like, no, you like no. that he's being nice to you. That's what you're liking. He's all also trying to do like the Notting Hill thing, like I'm just a boy standing in front of a girl saying that he loves it because he was going too strong. He's oh. like, guys like Luke are always like this, but the nice guys are standing in front of you and they like you. And I'm like, calm down, Harry. He's as bad as Laura in a different way, but just as full on and just as cringy. It was fucking great TV. I'm sorry. It, it, I mean, it really is. It really is a lesson in what not to do. Yeah. And so then back at the dinner, that's when Margot's like, hmm, yeah, maybe maybe Luke's not interested. But then they go to the Dunnies and they make <laughs> she makes out with Luke already. I just thought, like, where's the self-respect? Where's the self-respect? Unless you're going to do a full steal back, that's fine. Go for it. That would have been funny to see Laura, like, sitting didn't. in the corner. But she didn't. It's like, mate, he wants to have sex. So unless you're prepared to have sex with him then don't just go up to him and pash him because you're going to look like the loser, which she kind of did. Bless. I know. It was so funny when Laura in confessional says, I've been chosen. Go away, Margo. Oh, my God. That was so lame. I've been chosen. And chosen by root rat Luke. (laughs) Luke would pick anybody. It's true. What a root rat he is. He is a root rat. And then Harry's like, I think maybe 
I've been a bit too forward. And it's like, of course you've been too forward, Harry. Oh. Relax. I thought he said he hadn't been forward enough at one point. <laughs> it's been both. I'm fucking confused, <laughs> man. He is. He's forward, but then he he's not a seal the deal kind of guy. So I was surprised when he went in for a kiss because I'm like, you're generally all talk. It's funny watching these kids try to pick up, isn't it? It is. And we have the counterpoint with the chef and Culver who are just, they seem to just be openly flirting, but not that much. And But then he's also FaceTiming and introducing her to his mum. And I'm like, are we are we dating already? I don't think he's that into her. I just think, again, it's oh, she, she's flirting with me. She's paying attention to me. He keeps commenting on her cooking skills. So I don't think he's into her as much as he is into her food. So I think <laughs> he's sitting there going, she's into me. So as long as I flirt back just enough to get fed, because I didn't see her cooking eggs Benny for the crew till Culver rocked up. Like normally they're fucking right. eating cereal. So the fact that she <laughs> So he thinks if I put out I'll get another hash brown. Exactly. I don't think he's that into her. I just think he's so nice that he's not going to just be like, I'm not into you. I think if she keeps going at some point, he's probably going to tell her like, happy to kiss, but we're just friends, right? As long as you give, me, mm-hmm. you keep feeding me the eggs, Benny, without the holiday sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then they're back on the boat. They're in the hot tub. Everyone's drunk as fuck. Oh, and yeah. I, Harry's trying to do some drinking games, but no one's really into it. But then Laura is like, I've lost my phone. And she's like, Luke, you've got to help me find my phone because I'm a Doris. Give me your phone, which I got so I can call my own phone. But she needed yeah. his help. It's like everyone knew that you just wanted his pain. Uh-huh. Why do you, uh-huh. again, just say, I'm horny, let's go. Are we going or not? Because I'm not waiting around for you. I feel like she essentially said that, but not in so many words, of course. I would have respected her more if she just said it like that. And then they go into the shower? Of course they do because the bathroom's the only place on the boat that cameras aren't allowed. But I thought there was a rule that they only don't have cameras in there if it's just one person, but as soon as another person goes in, they can film. I'm pretty sure there's no cameras in the bathroom. Oh, actually, no, that's not true. Yeah, because remember like when Malia was going through Hannah's Valium or something, it was like if there's two people in there, they can film. Right. They can make the door be open. Yes. But the cameraman was like, I don't need to see that. Well, probably. I must admit watching Luke and Laura kiss, it didn't look like it was like good. It wasn't no. doing nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Cringe and rude. And then you've, you've already had the sex, but then she wants the cuddle. She wants yeah. to stay over in the bed and have the cuddle. She wants to claim him. That's what it was, yeah, in front of Margot. When she was trying to kiss him while he was brushing his teeth, he was trying to do the whole, like, it's time for you to go. It's like, dude, you're on a boat. Where's she fucking going? Like, you really should have <laughs> thought this one through. You can't just fucking say, okay, thanks for coming. See you later. She lives there. <laughs> This Doris, she was making me laugh so much the next day, how she forgot his name and then they're talking about it and he's like, yeah, you dragged me to the shower. And she's like, did I? And I'm like, you know. And then she's like, I'm your girlfriend. Oh, my God. And he's like, what? She reckons she was joking. She wasn't joking. She wanted to see what he'd say. She's crazy. She likes him now. She tries to act like she's all cool, oh. like I just I'm happy to have a fling. I'm not into sex with emotions, but she's not. She's not like that at all. <laughs> the guy's fucking sleeping and she crawls into bed with him. She wakes him up. You just met this guy. You don't know what he's like when he wakes up. He could be arms flailing. You don't know. You don't just rando walk up to someone and wake him up. 
Not cool, no. Doris. So, not cool. And then it's the it's a work day, and she's cracking a beer in the morning, and then she's drinking the leftover red wine to see if it's still good, but then sculling the whole I thing. I kind of loved her for that, but can you imagine when Captain sees this? Like that's a horrible oh, offence. Yeah. There's no drinking <laughs> on charter. I know. And this is what I'm saying. Imagine that being your chief stew. She's a cracker. She'd be wandering around the boat, washing her hair and drinking while her stews do all the work. If she was my boss, I'd fucking hate her. I'd dob her in. And she's also starting late and Aisha's like, what have you done? And she's like, oh, I did there and there. (laughs) Aisha knew. (laughs) What do you mean there and there? But again, Aisha's not turning around going, you do not come to work late. She's letting too much shit go so that when she finally tells her off, Laura's going to be like, well, you never told me. Oh, Aisha's getting to the point where she can't handle her. Like with the margaritas once the other guests come on. Oh, yeah, the the lime gate. And I think Laura's right. Like, you know, the fresh lime is better. But Aisha has a point about, you know, being able to pump them out, blah, blah, blah. And also it's in mixes. You can't really tell. But I can tell. I can tell when when you have that lime from the bottle in a cocktail. It's gross. It tastes like off lime. It's not five-star service from Aisha. No. And also if you're squeezing oranges the night before, can't you just squeeze lime juice? I don't know. I've never done that. I've never (laughs) pre-squeezed lime juice. Does it go off? I don't know. But... I think even Aisha was like, she's got a point, but I'm gonna, I'm not gonna admit she's right on this one. I totally, I wouldn't concede anything to her either, Aisha. You did the right thing. Luke at one point's talking shit about Laura. Well, not so much shit, but he's just like, I don't know, kind of bragging about last night and distancing himself, being like, oh, I wasn't that interested. But he's also said to Aisha, no, we didn't do it. I was like, bullshit. You were just what? You had a shower together and you didn't screw. As if she was all yeah. over you like a bad rash. As if. <laughs> And Laura overhears, which is a bit sad, but, I mean, she was drunk, so. I'm sorry. I thought that was funny. Like, I love Laura, but I don't love Laura. Exactly. I wanted her to hear what he had to say, and I think that's why she was pissed. I don't think she was pissed because he was talking about it. I think she was pissed because she heard him deny it, which means he's not proud of it and doesn't want anyone to know (laughs) that he he banged her. That makes sense. That I would feel mortified over. Okay, so then there's a preference sheet meeting for these new guests and seemingly none of them eat red meat. Yeah. And it's obvious, but then a chef that night is cooking lamb lollipops and steak and I just don't know why. The thing is, it didn't say definitely no meat for one of them. It just said she disliked it. So, but then again- why are you cooking it? If someone says they dislike red meat- well, because probably someone else, like the primary, probably requested tomahawk steaks. She loves these tomahawk steaks. I don't know. I don't know why yeah. she's making fucking steak. And why you're only making one fucking taco. That's the thing. Like, And, and then she was in such a flat band, like, well, they can have one jalapeno popper. I'm like, can you not whip something up? One jalapeno popper? That's like half an entree. Well, it was already plated to her as the jalapeno popper and the lamb lollipop. So then they just took the lamb off and gave her back the plate. It's like, no. At least give her three jalapeno poppers. Make extra. She made the taco flatbread maybe. So therefore... Oh, when the guests were like, they come in a packet of 10. I know, (laughs) I love that. They were fun. I thought that was funny. I'm assuming she made it. But what, you're making enough batter to make one taco? What if that person requests another one? Exactly. You've got to have leftovers, people. Yeah, it was nutso. Yeah. And my other highlight was when the guests arrived and it was raining and they had to ferry them over with umbrellas and Captain Cutie was like in a wet T-shirt contest. 
Loved that. Oh, I didn't notice. Go back and watch. Captain Cutie had like a T-shirt stuck to his body. Well, his white uniform was drenched. Nice. So I was just like, wow, what a way to arrive on holiday. Those guests are lucky. That's true. Could you imagine arriving to see that? Yeah. Ugh, yeah. love that. So, yeah, I really like these guests. I think they're quite fun. Yeah, me too. The dietaries, I knew that was going to stump her. Question, am I mm-hmm. correct in that one of the guests' name is Elma, as in Elma Fudd? I'm pretty oh, sure on the boat when they went to go snorkeling, that guy was necking a, a beer can. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it said the lower third was Elma. Do your parents hate you or something? Who <laughs> names their kid Elma? Yeah, it's not a great name. Elma Fudd. Like, you just get picked on so bad at school. Like, he's the character in that cartoon that no one likes. Yeah. That's not very kind. I, I, yeah, I feel bad for him. Was he named before the cartoon, perhaps? What, in the 20s? No. <laughs> Those cartoons. Is the cartoon that old? Yeah, they were made in like the 40s or 50s or some shit like that, dude. The Looney Tunes? Yeah, the original ones. See. I don't know about what they know. got. I don't know what they got on the Disney now, but yeah, back in the day, yeah, they were old mm. cartoons when I was little. I only know them from Space Jam, which was like my favorite movie as a kid. Oh, really? <laughs> it was so good. I used to have a Space Jam like bedspread. <laughs> Space Jam, that's so cute. God, I think I was in high school when that came out. It's <laughs> a great film. I'm so old. Um, Anyway, so Margot now is, is she trying to lean back to Harry? She's trying to like Harry because she likes how he likes her. Oh, not Harry, Adam. Oh, Adam. Oh, Laura. Laura's going for Adam, Margot's going for Harry. Is that right? Laura's going for Adam because she realises that Luke doesn't like her because Luke's trying to suck up to Margot again. Because <laughs> he said he doesn't like her. <laughs> well, didn't he tell – what did he say to her? He said that she's got to go try crack some more eggs and she got what he meant. I didn't even get what he meant. Yeah, she got it. She got she it. Because he's fucking in the room trying to convince Margot that he's not into Laura. I regret fucking her last night, even though I'm not admitting that I fucked her. It's all too much. Yeah, he's like, I had no part in smashing her in the shower. It's like, you smashed. Just like that guest smashed that chocolate egg piñata. Oh, that was so lame. But Culver really saved the day. He really spun a good story to try to make that Easter egg work in the in the Mykonos theme. He he did a good job. Honestly, (laughs) I didn't know where he was going with that, but I think he did a great job. Yeah. Okay. And so that's pretty much the episode. I mean, Laura asks if Adam thinks she's trashy for hooking up with Luke and you can tell he thinks yes, but he doesn't say that. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And he's starting to get seasick in all this weather. So that's going to be amazing next week. (laughs) Getting seasick and you work on a boat. Good Lord. The things we do for money. And okay. So then next week, Mm. it looks like there's going to be a huge altercation with the producer and Luke. He looked pissed off his face. So fucked up. So he tries to take off his mic pack and he's slamming the door on the producer or camera operator. And they're like, nah, you can't do this. So I don't know what happened, but was he the one that dropped that vase of flowers just at the getting on the boat? (laughs) Whatever you call that. Yeah, he's a mess. He's a mess. Do we think he's getting fired? Maybe, because the captain is technically not that happy with Luke. Yeah, but I think you can also get fired from the show, not just in the the fake reality of the ship itself. We could have the producers fire him. Well, okay, Adam's not doesn't really know what he's doing and got a charter guest to bleed. Not that the captain knows that. We've got Laura drinking on the boat. 
Now, what I want to know is she's drinking in her shift. Does the producer have a duty of care to tell the captain that? Well, it might be the case that I, I think they've got someone in the operating room, like watching all eight cameras, but you miss shit. Yeah. And so I don't know if that will be known to them until like in the editing room. Right. It's not Big Brother. Someone's not watching them 24-7. But the person filming it knows. The camera operator filming her drinking on the job knows. <laughs> I think both instances were GoPros. Right. You think- I think they have like a GoPro above the sink. Of course they you know, do. In the stew pantry. And I think that's what clocked her with the red wine. And I think in the morning it was like too early for the film crew, so it was like the kitchen. It was a GoPro. GoPro. Yeah, I can't even thought of that. Of course it would and be. And there will be an operator in, in the guest cabin mm. where they live, like watching all the cameras. But And then you've got next time this Laura's trying to convince Aisha that they should do a shift change. <laughs> so what? So so essentially Aisha has to go and do the cabins. I don't know why she wants to be on nights. I'm assuming Luke. Who's on nights? Harry's on nights. So why does she, or did she not want to do nights? I'm confused, but I'm looking forward to it. But this is what I meant by episode one, Aisha having to nip this shit in the butt and going, you don't tell me what to do. You don't talk to me like that. You are not the chief stew. You are to work and keep your mouth shut. I don't want to fucking hear it. See, this is why I be a bad boss because this is how I talk to people. (laughs) Did you do any research on like if there's an itemized bill at the end of each charter? I did do a quick Google and all I could find is they, apparently there's like a 25% markup. That's it, oh, okay. which covers all this stuff. So, no, I couldn't see that there was an itemised bill. Right, okay. I didn't do a deep dive. I did like a two-second Google search and saw the headline saying that there's a, you know, whatever the fee to hire the boat is, they add 25%. Okay. Which means if that was me, I'd be fucking asking for everything because I'm paying the 25% anyway. Too. For sure. That would be too. Do you have any sizzles you want to talk about? What about Lenny getting engaged? What a scumbag. What a scumbag. And what about his mum making the comment on the post? I knew that would happen. I knew. What a bitch. Like you didn't didn't need to say anything. You didn't need to post that about Lisa. And technically he's still married to this woman. And she is Mm -hmm. the mother of your children slash grandchildren. If that attitude continues, those kids are not going to want to see the grandmother. They're not going to want to see the dad. Mm. Whoever is the fuck-up parent, because obviously we're being biased, whoever's the asshole parent, the kids are going to side with the other parent eventually. Maybe not now, but eventually. Did yeah. you see that fucking rock, though, that he proposed with? Oof, that's a big rock. Apparently it was like twice as big or three times as big as the one he gave her. Question. <laughs> and I, I haven't really read up on it but I have noticed other people commenting my same thought, which was they're not technically divorced. Is that ring communal property? Oh. I don't know how it works. I'm sure it's But state- he's gifted it to her, so it can't be. Well, I don't know. It's bigamy. <laughs> the value of it might be considered communal property. Oh. I don't know how it works, but that was my thought going, well, we see the ring, we can get the ring priced. The ring doesn't mean a thing these days. No, it don't. But, you know, at least she's got something to pawn when it's all over. <laughs> she's crazy for saying yes. The guy's a mess. Mm-hmm. Did you see people going off on Teresa for making fun of Sophia Vergara's accent? Oh, did she? Yeah, so Teresa was on her podcast and said that, like, back in the day, like 2016, 2017, something like that, she was somewhere and wanted to take a picture with Sophia and Sophia apparently said no. (laughs) Which, so, you don't have to if you don't want to. And Teresa's like, 
trying to impersonate Sophia, putting on this like fake Colombian accent, saying that she should be nice, she should be humble because she's an immigrant. Oh. Yeah. Yikes. First of all, Teresa, I wouldn't be making fun of anyone's fucking accent if I was you. <laughs> Come on. You can't speak Italian. You can barely speak English yourself and you're making fun of someone else just because they mm-hmm. didn't want to take a photo with you and you're calling them rude. So, yeah, apparently all over the socials people are dragging Teresa for it, which, you know, good for them. And I think Sofia Vergara is so much smarter than people give her credit for. Like I think she's used that accent as like a comedic tool and has become so successful from like leaning on that and when people reduce her to like just being pretty and like do they foreign like it's it, like i think i've seen like at the emmys like i don't know eight years ago or something right there were all these jokes about how she's a beauty model and stuff and it's right. like, well, she's actually like one of the top comedic performers like at that time on modern family like yeah. you know like give her some credit and i just i just don't i'd like be giving her. her all the credit i don't understand and yes i did just rag on Teresa, but because she's an idiot just because someone has an accent people assume that there's a lack of intelligence yes let's say for example english isn't your first language and it's not just about knowing the language it's understanding culture and the the words culture makes up and all that sort of stuff it's like hang on a sec that person speaks two languages why are we making fun of them Mm -hmm. i'm like she speaks english and spanish you speak english (laughs) teresa can't even speak one properly (laughs) not at all it's like who's stupid now bitch like i don't get it like it's just ridiculous i mean teresa's a maroon honestly yeah louis and Teresa are in Greece and they perhaps snapped a oh. photo of him with her and he's now got the tattoo Sempre Insieme. Oh, my goodness. So lame. I need a break from Louis content, oh. honestly. If if they're all back for Jersey, like apparently they are, like I, I need an off-season. He makes me puke. And, I mean, there's lots of articles on filming Vanderpump Rules, so obviously Paps are following all the Vanderpump cast now because, you know, why wouldn't you? And fuckface still isn't back, so we don't know if she's coming back. And mm. there are scenes where Ariana and Tom are in the same space, but she's apparently refusing to film directly with him. I mean, why would she? Why would she film? Yeah, too soon, people. She also still lives with him, right? Yeah, does they, he still live at that? Yeah, they still live in the same house? house. I don't know why this thing's not going up for sale. Sell the fucking house. What's what's taking so long? Me neither. And this this dickhead one, he's on a new show now as well. Like he's in the cast for some like SAS like special oh. ops TV show. Yeah, he'll probably That'll get kicked dreadful. out week one. Whatever. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh, did you see that Lisa Rin is trying to get reality stars to boycott BravoCon? This is just because she got booed last year. And because she probably wasn't invited this year because she's not on a Bravo show. It's sad. I don't understand. She wants to fight for fair wages because the SAG and what does reality TV have to do with SAG anyway? I have no clue. You're not actors. So you're not actors, you're not writers, you're not even a reality TV star now, Lisa Rinna. (laughs) What are you boycotting? I don't understand. Yeah, it's not a boycott if you weren't invited. No, and also, like, you people got paid, like, half a million dollars for six months' worth of work. What are you complaining over? Yeah, I don't I don't feel sorry if Lisa Rinna got underpaid, you know. No. Are, are writers on other shows? Of course. Yeah. But Lisa Rinna? Maybe like, the I, crew not... on your show? Not yeah. you, sweetheart. 
Yeah. You weren't complaining when you fucking had a job. Now you're complaining about it. She needs to be off my socials for a while. I'm over Lisa Rinna. No one cares what you have but to say, But how funny sweetie. was it in, in Crappy Lake when Luann had the Rinna wig on? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and did, oh. Sonia said you look like Lisa Reiner or something yes, like that. Yes, she did. Like, oh my God, she I did. don't even know her I name. I fucking love Sonia, honestly. <laughs> Crappy Lake's still my favourite show on Bravo right now. Wonderful. It's the best. Well, any other sizzies or should we leave it there? That's pretty much it. Most of the other articles are just photos of all the housewives on his MPIC, so. Oh, well, yeah. Watch Erica try to bring the fashions now that she's four sizes smaller. Oh, and also she's on Watch What Happens Live this week. <gasps> I don't know if it's aired yet, but For what? that's her first time in, I don't know. For but- what? Is Beverly Hills coming back on soon? Oh, you know why? She's got um, the Vegas stint. She's probably going to spruik that. Oh, I'm just interested because she did not appear for so long. I know, yeah. Okay, I'll watch it then. There's no other sizzles, but, yeah, I'm into seeing her. Cool. All right, well, let's leave it there. If anyone wants to reach out to us, they can do so at Effing Bravo and ratings and reviews are always encouraged, no matter what you want to say. Oh, such growth, Nathan. I love us. (laughs) And if you're liking Roni, let us know. If we're being bitter betties about Roni, let us know. I am being a bitter betty about Roni, so I need to I need to pep up. Maybe I just need to like drink on my shift and enjoy it more. <laughs> we just need to read the room, the cold, no food in it room. The no food just bugs me, man. Go I'd be going to get my own snacks. I'd be I'd be ordering a mini fridge, a hot plate, <laughs> a toaster. I'd, yeah, at least so you can like have a pop A shakshuka. A sh- a, like a hot plate to make my own shakshuka, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I'm not going to breakfast at fucking 10 a.m. without having a pre-breakfast. I get up at the 5. I'd be starving. <laughs> um, not even right. a basket of muffins. Oh, no. Okay. I reactivated you at the end. <laughs> you did. All right. Thanks. All right, bye. Bye.